Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching, so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to The Good Stuff. I'm Jacob Schick, and I'm joined by my co-host and wife, Ashley Schick. Jacob is a third-generation combat Marine who runs an organization called One Tribe Foundation that focuses on mental and emotional wellness. I'm a Gold Star granddaughter, and we both come from families that are rich in military history and very proud Americans. We believe everybody's got a story worth telling that involves inspiration and perseverance, and we believe that we tell these stories to give people the extra that they need to not only live, but live well. Welcome to The Good Stuff. Today, our guest is Judy Littlefield, author of the book, The Other Man Down, a mother's journey after the American sniper tragedy. Many of you are familiar with the story of the American sniper, Chris Kyle, the Navy SEAL sniper who returned home a war hero, devoted himself to helping veterans suffering with PTS, and was killed by one of the very men he was trying to help. But Chris Kyle wasn't the only man who lost his life that day. His best friend was by his side, a best friend who was equally devoted to helping our vets returning home. That man is Judy Littlefield's son, Chad Littlefield. These horrendous and cowardly murders happened over 10 years ago. Their impact has an ongoing ripple effect throughout the entire world. And today we are celebrating the life of Chad Littlefield. So this episode is very personal to us. Jake was honored to be involved in the filming of Clint Eastwood's film, American Sniper, starring Bradley Cooper as Chris Kyle. And through his involvement, we had the incredible honor of meeting Don and Judy Littlefield, Chad's parents, who we now consider family. We are so thrilled today to be sitting around the dining room table here in DeSoto, Texas, of a beautiful Texas lady inside and out that we've been friends with for a while, Mrs. Judy Littlefield. 
better known as Mama Littlefield to us. I just can't call you Judy Littlefield. It just feels wrong. I think not. <laughs> Your mama. Your mama. We've actually known each other for years. We met at an event in Fort Worth, I think, eight years ago. And just so grateful for that friendship. But I know you and Jake have actually known each other for quite a while longer. A little bit. I don't remember how I met Mama and Coach. So do you recall our first interaction? Yes, I do. It was at the premiere of the American Sniper. Don and I were sitting there. We had been invited by Taya Kyle to to be there. And we had just gotten some devastating news about the details of how Chad had been killed. And we were so weary. You know, it was just all we could do to get to the theater. And we were sitting up in the audience. They turned the house lights up. And before we knew it, Jacob and uh, Bradley come up and... and uh, Jacob leaned over and said, I'm so sorry for your loss. <clears throat> and I told him, I said, you know what that meant a lot to me because we were so overwhelmed of the news we had gotten and we even considered not going, but we did anyway. And that Jacob Schick, this big bad Marine, <laughs> cared enough to come up and love on us and comfort us. And uh, th that's what that's when I first met him. He's just been my boy ever since. <laughs> I know that uh, I can speak for Ashley as well when I say we've cherished every moment and that you both are very near and dear to our heart. And we are just honored and privileged to call you family. On our side, too. I distinctly remember Bradley and Taya setting up the premiere and us standing in the front, right in front of the screen. And then y'all were acknowledged. And I remember Bradley looking at me and he said, you, you got anything? You, you want to say something? But I remember because all I could think about was just, I wanted, I just wanted to hug y'all. And I just said, no, you know, because I, to me, nothing else needs to be said, right? Like it just needs, everything's said, we're setting up a film. And I remember that distinctly. Well, there were a lot of veterans in the audience that night. And uh, they had stood up and, and applauded us when Taya had said we were in the audience. And we were still processing that. We thought, these war heroes are standing up and acknowledging us. Who are we, you know? And then you came up, so we just fell apart. You know, the news that we had gotten the day before just kind of faded, you know, in the distance. It, we had new, good information to process, you know. We were able to to table the other and until the trial hit, you know, so. It's so important. Those little moments, you know, they're so important. I think they're, those, those moments were what carries us to the, to the next yard line. I'm grateful that I got that moment. That was a hectic day. Cause you know, I hadn't watched, you know, I got hit in 04. September 04 is when I got hurt in Iraq. I had not watched a war movie, war show, anything until the premiere. And I've told Ash this. I've told lots of people this. I felt, and I didn't have to, right? It's not mandated that I do go to the premiere, but I, I felt as though I owed it to the Kyle family and to y'all to sit and go through that film and watch it beginning to end to have a genuine and authentic take and reaction to it. And so that was the first war movie that I sat down and watched since the day I got hurt in 04.
Mama Littlefield, will you please tell us about Chad? Um, I had a son by a previous marriage, but Chad was our, our only biological child, and I had had three miscarriages. And I really got mad at God because I thought, why even let me get pregnant if right. I can't carry that baby? So Don had given up any chance of ever having a child, and then I got pregnant with Chad and was able to carry him. And he was our miracle baby because, you know, we hadn't had one by then, and He was due on Valentine's Day, so he became our love baby also, you know. But he decided to come on the 11th instead, you know. Anyway, I guess I learned even through that, you don't get bitter. It didn't help anything, you know, and it made me appreciate when we did have him. Little did I know we'd only have him 35 years, but we have to rejoice in that time we had and not mourn what might have been, you know. I know Chad came over and spent the afternoon with you the day before he was killed. Will you please tell us about that? You said he talked about all kinds of things, and life is so good it's almost scary. Yeah, he did. He told me, he, we talked about where he was spiritually, and uh, they had started going to cowboy church. And he said, Mom, I got to get in there and learn these Bible stories. My little girl knows more than I do. And I had, Don and I had been named Volunteers of the Month at our church. So that was written up, and I showed that to him. And I said, It's not very big. And he said, Mom, what makes you think this is not a big deal? So I got that approval from him, you know, before he left this earth. He stood up at the bar and he said, Mom, I would take a bullet for Chris. I said, Chad, don't talk like that. And he did. He did exactly that the next day. But he sat on the couch. He said, Mom, life is so good. It's scary. Little did we know that it would all be over the next day. He talked about being a father. Yeah, how he wanted his little girl raised. And keep in mind that his little girl turned seven two weeks before he was killed. He and and his wife had waited five years before they had a child. (laughs) Chad told him one time, the little girl said, Dad, I want a brother or sister. (laughs) And Chad says, you want a college education or a brother and sister? I can't afford both. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> That's yeah. facts. Spot on. Yeah. And so many times, and I have learned this, my reaction when he left that day was, oh, gosh, I didn't know he was going to stay this long. I have work to do, you know, real work. Little did I know that that conversation, every word would be something I would treasure for the rest of my life, you know, go over and over all of that because it was the last words we had with him. What a blessing for that to be the last earthly encounter in that way. You know, especially working in the line of work that I'm I'm in now with the foundation and you know, we deal with a lot of loss and it's I I just can only imagine how much it's played a role for you and your family to be able to spread love and to be genuine and authentic in said love. Well, and it was such a blessing that we had that time. You know, military families, Gold Star, they might not have seen their son or their daughter in the last year or last nine months. I walked away that day and I thought, I never have to say if I had one more I love you or one more kiss, or one more hug, because God gave me all of those things in that day. And we're given nuggets, but we have to be able to look for them in in everything that seems like a, a chaos situation. 
where was he spiritually when he came over? We raised our boys with a strong faith and in church. And Chad had kind of wavered on and off from the faith, but he never wavered from his beliefs. That day he told me he uh, that uh, that he was a believer and, uh, you know, if anything ever happened to him, he knew where he would go. So that was not even a question when he was killed. Through this horrendous tragedy, was there some sense of comfort in that and having that conversation and knowing that? Oh, definitely, definitely. After he got out of the house, it was like we never, never mentioned it again, but it was rare that uh, unless he was in trouble. And then, you know, we really prayed, you know, to get him out of that. I remember one time he lost his company credit card. And, oh, he went home, tore the house up looking for that credit card and everything. He called me and, please pray, I've got to have that. I've, I've got to come up with that company credit card. No, 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 no. So, I mean, it was it, he was just a cousin and everything all day long. And then that evening, he called me and he said, well, Jesus did it. And I said, what? And he said, I found my credit card. I said, wonderful. Where was it? He said, well, I'd gone to the bathroom and dropped it in my wallet in the bathroom and it was in there. So it all worked out, but, you know, he would just get so, so fried over something, you know. But uh, it was a uh, a truly a, a comfort uh, to know that uh, I would see him again. That's our hope, you know, that we will be with him again, that uh, he's not gone forever. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Talk, if you will, please, about the relationship between Chris and Chad. Okay. They met on the soccer field. Their little girls played soccer together, and they had to get out, and the coaches were not adequate. You know, they had to help the coaches, you know. I can't look. <laughs> it's just the way it is. With two sons that play sports, you feel like you just, sometimes you have to assist have with, to with vigor. The finer lines. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, they met out there and I guess started talking. And um, then I guess Chris started telling him stories about the Navy SEALs and, and stuff like that. And like I said, Chad was um, patriotic. And then Chris was doing fundraisers uh, for veterans and he invited Chad along. One one man introduced himself to Chad. He said, I know you. And Chad said, it scared me because I wasn't military and I wasn't Navy SEAL. And, you know, I didn't know who he thought I was. And Chad told him, he says, you don't know me. He said, I, I'm not military. He said, yeah, you are. You are the one that brought Chris out of his darkest hours. And it was just, you know, Chad told me, he said, Mom, I didn't know he was doing talk therapy, you know, when they were working out, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it helped. And and Chad was a good listener. And if Chris wanted to talk and talk about things that bothered him, Chad would listen. If not, they would just work out quietly and split their ways, you know. They became good friends uh, that way to Chris, and that's what he needed at the time. The next morning, February the 2nd, he had text me because we had an inheritance that finally came through. And he was always teasing me, hey, let me give you my bank account number. You know, you'll you'll probably need that to put that in my bank, you know. And Chad was a funny kid. You know, uh, we were disciplinarians, but, you know, all of his friends, you know, they wanted Chad to be their party, you know, life of the party. But I sent him a text and I said, look what I learned to do. And he said, oh, mom, I had to pull over the side of the road. I could not believe you were texting. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big deal. So, yeah, I mean, that even that plays into the story because that morning you were texting with him. Anyway, he told me then after that text, he said, we got a Marine that's not doing well. And Chris and I are going to take him to the range and just get him out for the day. So I knew where Chad was, and they went down there. This was, uh, I don't know, uh, 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, I guess, on on the Saturday morning. So that was the last text that I got from Chad. And we went on the day. Don and I are very active in our church, and we usually keep Saturdays open. We usually don't go out on a Saturday night because then we're too tired to get up and go do anything Sunday. But um, this time we were having a ladies' conference, and I had to to get up and go set up the display and everything. And because I'm pretty high maintenance, I had to make sure that my clothes were picked out and that, uh, you know, my hair was done and, and I was ready to go. God forbid that my makeup was not right or something like that, you know. <laughs> Never late, always on time. That's right, that's right. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> always late. 
That's awesome. So we went about our business, and we got a call from Taya, Chris's wife, and she said, we need to come. You need to come to my house. And Don said, why? And she said, there's been an accident, and you need to get your wife and come to our house. And from our house to, they live in Midlothian, uh, Texas. It's about 15 miles and it's dark, winding roads. I mean, there's no light at all out there. So you just kind of, you have to know where you're going or, you know, you get lost. So we got out there. There was probably a two-block perineum around the house uh, that you couldn't even get through. And uh, cars were just lined up everywhere. And the police stopped us, and we told them we were the little fields. And the policeman said... We know Chris has been shot, but we don't know about Chad yet. And I thought, how strange is that, that you know my son's first name? And uh, anyway, he led us through. And so Don and I um, walked hand in hand up to the house with the lights. And this was maybe 930 at night. The garage door was open and law enforcement was everywhere. There was FBI, Navy SEAL. Uh, local police, DPS officers, you know, just everywhere. And they directed us through the kitchen. And my former daughter-in-law met us there, and she said, Chris has been shot. We don't know about Chad. So we all went and sat down. Taya had come in. Chris's wife had come in. And um, we were all in a very dim-lit room, and people were whispering. Nobody was talking out loud at, at all. And it was full of people. I mean, people lined around the walls, and nobody sat except for the family, you know. And Taya came in, and she said, Now, there's people here, Navy SEALs. If y'all need anything, they can help you. And I said, If you would show me where a trash can is, I'd appreciate it. I want to get rid of my gum. And this man just held out his hand to take my gum. And I thought, I said, no, just give me a tissue or something. And, you know, no, I'll take it. I said, okay. And then I asked for a glass of water. And it was right there. I mean, they just took it off the cabinet. And I thought, whose water is this? You know, <laughs> whose water am I drinking? But I didn't care. I was thirsty, you know. And, uh, like I said, everybody was so eager to help. Nobody knew what to do um, or when to do it until, um, you know, we could be, um, till we knew that Chad was involved and that um, he had been killed also. We just began to wait, sat there and waited. Chad was... His wallet and everything was in Chris's truck, and the shooter had taken Chris's truck. So they had no way of identifying Chad. And we knew he was, uh, you know, with Chris, but nobody else knew that. So we sat there, and then later on we found out the shooter had been taken into custody before we ever found out that Chad was the other man down. Chad had had, uh, in my house, you didn't do tattoos. You got kicked out if you, you know, got a tattoo. Well, he got a huge one. And it was Jesus Christ on this side and a big eagle on this side. But he shortened them, you know, short enough that he could still wear a shirt and you wouldn't see the tattoo. I I decided at that point, hey, I got to choose my battles and that one's not worth fighting, 
you know. Of course, he was out of the house by then anyway. Anyway, that's the way they identified him in death. Anyway, finally, the captain and the uh, Middle Othian Police Department came in, and the phone had been binging all night. And, and back then, you know, it was a little flip phone thing, you know. My son and my grandson were wanting to know if Chad was okay. And I thought, how do you know about this? What is going on? We were in shock. We still, Taya had said an accident. We're thinking they wrecked the truck because Chad was a football player in high school and we had several dangerous things that happened and had to, to go to the hospital. So we're thinking that's the accident. Anyway, we sat there and sat there and finally he came in and and he said, we have identified Chad, and he is the other man down uh, with with Chris. Anyway, I went to my knees and uh, just screamed, not my chatty, not my chatty. It was true. And here we were sitting among strangers, and my little former daughter-in-law said, I've got to get to my daughter. Uh, she was, you know, with a sitter. And by this time, it was 11 or 12 o'clock at night, I think. We didn't know what to do. We just stood there, and we thought, here, we're in a strange house. And my husband, he just had to, uh, you know, get us out. And so we decided to go with her over to the her parents' house. We had nobody. We, we didn't have any family there. We had no support or anything. So we just followed her, and we went over there and... My former daughter-in-law was in the education field, so they had counselors there immediately, several of them, to for my little granddaughter. You know, they were all in the room with her. And anyway, we got ready to go home, and I went and hugged her and kissed her. And my little granddaughter said, Mima, is this a nightmare? I said, honey, I'm afraid it is. And we weren't going to wake up from this one. When she's here, we'll go out to the cemetery and uh, put a Christmas ornament on a wreath or something for her. Or, and I keep flags, American flags and Texas flags out there all the time. And, it, you know, one of the funny things, we were going to pick Chad's headstone out. And her mother said, oh, no, I, she, I'll have to find a sitter. That will traumatize her. I said, she needs to be in on this stuff. So anyway, she went with us. And she gets out of the car and walks in this monument place. And the lady said, did you all need some help or do you know what you want? <laughs> and she said, no, we know what we want. And the lady said, did you want a rough cut or a smooth cut? <laughs> and she said, no, we want a smooth because if a bird poops on it, we want to be able to get it off. I said, so much for that traumatization. <laughs> I mean, and, and how logical. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. You know really? what? The, from the mouth of babes. Well, and she wanted to do something on the headstone. And so I said, well, go over there and sit down and come up with something. Well, she had a plaque in her room that said, I found my prince and his name is Daddy. And they were able to let her, and she had beautiful handwriting at that age, do her handwriting. And it's on the, um, the gravestone. Well, I think what a great call. It, it had to attribute to the to getting through the grieving process, having her involved. I think that was so important, you know, and that being able to heal forward and go through the healing journey, which I, I, is a lifelong journey. And we're able to, to pass that on to his little girl uh, also. Anyway, they arranged to have Chad's funeral a week 
um, after he had been killed. So, and there's an organization called the Patriot Guard Riders, and they're usually a bunch of veterans that escort a veteran's home to their final resting place. Well, they do military, and Chad was not military, but they got special permission, and there were 200 motorcycle guys that showed up to escort my son to his final resting place. And um, uh, they surrounded the, uh, the, the grave site with those beautiful American flags. And just so, so overwhelming and heartfelt, they would love us enough to, to do that anyway. But they got that taken care of. And then, you know, the silence comes. The people are gone. The relatives are gone. The cards and letters have stopped. The phone calls. And Don and I talked. And we said, Don, we can't afford to get bitter over this. We're going to have to get better because we can't afford to live in revenge and anger. You know, it is what it is. We've lost our son, but we're going to rise above And the reason I'm called Mama Littlefield is I lost my son, but I have gained so many. Uh, You know, I had one one, um, vet say, my mom passed last year, and I really miss her not wishing me a happy birthday. And I said, on behalf of your mom, please let me wish you a happy birthday. So I've been Mama, (laughs) Mama Judy, Mama Littlefield. So, and I just appreciate that so much. I just... Just love these guys and and know that Chad would be so thankful that we're being treated like we are because he was a very patriotic kid. You know, he was always saying, Mom, what'd you do for a veteran today? And I told him one day, I said, Son, you need to get, be a first responder because if there was an accident on the side of the road, he was the first one out, to, and he was a germ freak. He didn't like his name brand clothes messed up or his hands dirty. But he would, if there was somebody in need, you know, that all went to the, the wayside. Sounds like I, someone I know. I can relate, Mama. I, it's, I don't like germs that aren't mine on me. I don't. <laughs> it's And it just seems to get worse the older I get. That's interesting. Uh, well, uh, you know, like I said, but Chad told me, I said, you need to become a first responder. He said, Mom, you don't need to wear a uniform to help your fellow man. I said, boy, you're right. You know, we need to reach out uh, more often and uh, love one another and, uh, you know, with kindness. And then after that, we had to wait for two years. It went to trial. The case went to trial two years later. But we were the only ones that didn't know what had happened. I mean, we knew Chad and, and Chris had been shot, but we didn't have any details. We didn't know why, the motive, or nothing. And, and I don't know why they kept that from Maybe because they felt we needed to be protected. But then after that, we went to trial, and that was a whole whole different thing. The trial lasted two and a half weeks, and uh, we stayed down there, and every TV or social media thing contacted us, and they were, I think, I know they were coming by my house because on the weekend we came home, and there were cards and things in my mailbox with no stamp on them. So I know that they were coming by here, but, and we couldn't, 
do any interviews because we didn't want to jeopardize the trial. And in Texas, because there were two murders at the same time, they went to trial for both, for Chris's murder and Chad's. On all the national TV and everything, it was considered the American sniper trial. And it was not. It was the trial of Chad Littlefield and Chris Kyle. They proved in a court of law that he did not suffer from post-traumatic stress uh, disorder, uh, that he had chosen to get high and drink. And he told his sister, he left the scene and told his sister, he said, I just sold my soul for this truck. That's our story. But like I said, we learned a lot. We learned to not be bitter. We learned uh, to love more. We're more compassionate. I had some people tell me one time, said, well, we've lost our jobs, and we don't mean to compare that to your loss. I said, no, you don't understand. When you're in pain, I don't care where it's coming from. Everybody is in pain together, and we need to, to reach out and help them. And I'm a firm believer in that. We are firm believers in that. There's no there's no levels, right? Right. There's no levels. If you're hurting, you're hurting. You're in pain. Right. And it is so important for us to really lean in. I just love that because it's. I think it's important for people to hear that your pain is relevant, regardless of what it is. Because societally, we get so so separated and segregated, but because of you know, well, this, my situation is not as bad as that situation, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, if we could just lean in and realize that the one thing that makes us the same is we all understand pain and suffering. And that's regardless of your belief system, you know, regardless of your political ideology, regardless of et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone understands that. And it's the one thing that we can just agree on. Well, and and what you said was um, my granddaughter's That's a tribute to how we handled grief. I had not thought about that before, but I can't imagine if she had been around us and we refused to live, if we refused to get out of bed or uh, just go on with life. I can't imagine how it would have affected her uh, at her young age. And I'm so glad that we chose to get up and go on through it all. You know, we've noticed, too, that when, when we are going through hard times, they're always listening, our kids. Mm-hmm. Like they're, even when you think they're not, mm-hmm. it'll always listening. We'll be mid sentence and you'll hear the little one, kind of, what, what does that mean? And it's like, <laughs> oh God, he's oh, been listening no, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but especially when we're going through challenging times, they are hyper focused. Yeah, hyper aware. Okay, what, what are they going to do? And it's our time to really show what living well looks like in the face of adversity. You know, and it's, <laughs> We're not always good at it, especially me. You know, I think it's so important that that to know we can find therapy in everything we do. It doesn't have to be sitting across from a professional, a licensed professional. It doesn't have to be. And I think that that's, that's really important, the example that you all have shown her. And, and I, I guarantee you it's attributed to, to her being able to heal forward. There's been a lot of lessons learned, and um, Chad was very... I mean, he was calling every day. He's a mama's boy is what he was. He would call every day or come by or, you know. And because he did that, my other son let him. 
you know, it might be four weeks before we would see the other one, you know, because he just, you know, they'd get busy. But then after Chad was taken, well, um, I'm telling you, Jerry's on the phone every day, taking us wherever we need to go and uh, helping us. So uh, we're blessed that we have him to take care. And he's not military either, but he works to uh, raise funds for veterans and and try to help. That's what's so beautiful. Y'all have truly raised two patriotic, God-loving young men. And we truly appreciate you sharing your story. It's beautiful that you're able to honor and remember him and share his story so we can all remember him. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know, you and... And Don and Jerry and Chad are, are proof positive to me that every human being has an inner warrior. I believe it's ingrained in our DNA, and you're proof positive of that. The way you've you've all been able to embrace grace through it all is inspiring in of itself. And I believe there's a big difference between suffering and suffering well. You know, and I I don't believe that we ever get over significant traumatic experiences in life. I just, I believe that we learn to deal with them in a healthier manner. You know, you guys have definitely been an inspiration to not only me, but us and how to handle what life throws at you. 
you know, and I've been, I've been through a lot of life in my short amount of time I've been here, but it's, you know, it's, it's a, it, it's an honor to be around people like you both because it's a, it's inspirational. It's motivational. It's humbling. Chad asked me one, one uh, year what I wanted for Mother's Day. And I told him I wanted an authentic yellow rose bush. And uh, so he went and got one for me, and he dug the hole and planted it and everything. He was over here one day, and I said, Chad, look at that crazy bush. I said, when your life's going good, that bush just blooms. And he said, but Mom, if you had not watered it and kept the weeds out of it like you did my life, neither one of us would have ever produced. So Chad and I bonded over that crazy yellow rose bush, you know. And then... um, after he was killed, Mother's Day was coming up, and the, the rose bush just was not doing anything. And I cried, and I cried. I said, Don, it's, it's died with him. The rose bush has died with him. And a couple of days before Mother's Day, I walked outside and just happened to look down, and there was a little yellow bud on that rose bush. And I thought, thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad, so much for letting me know you're okay. And the yellow rose, when he'd get mad at me or something, he'd show up on my door with a uh, yellow rose, say, I'm sorry, Mom. So that was our deal. And, and then when I saw that little rose bush, you know, it was just like he was saying, I'm sorry for the pain, but I'm good. You know, that, that yellow rose has been a, a meaning for me ever since. So That's amazing. Always give a Texas girl yellow roses, yeah. right? He clearly made such a huge impact on those that whose lives he touched. Even in his friendship with Chris, Jake said, you know, you can find therapy in anything that you do. And you said earlier when they would go exercise, they would exercise their bodies for their mental health. That's huge. Well, and, and not only that, of course, you probably know this, but we were offered so many pills and alcohol. Here, just drink this and you'll feel better. Well, I have a very addictive personality. And I You knew, and me both, Mama. I knew if I had a glass of wine today, I'd need a bottle tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and it would have been accepted. You know, what I was going through, it would have been accepted to no judgment. Um, you know, just stay on the the pills and, and stay out. But uh, we've always felt like you have to walk through the pain. You can't walk around it. You can't dodge it. It's there. Walk through it. So and and that's the thing. I could have drank, I could have taken the pills, but then when I got sober, I would still be in pain. You it, know? You'd be at square one. Yeah. I'm speaking had, from experience on anything, that one. You know? That's one thing that I, I, you know, I try and tell people is that, because you know November will be five years that I've been clean and sober. Wow. And it's, wow. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I, I believe that when we feel it, we sit and we feel it. We feel the pain and we exercise the pain. You know, I believe that that's doing a lot of shaping of our character and our understanding of mortality and and our appreciation of the things that we otherwise just don't appreciate because we're just going through life trying to get everything done to go do this or that for this person or that person. And it's I, I think that it speaks volumes of you guys as not only human beings, but leaders in community and being rooted in your spirituality, being able to just feel it and not numb because a lot of people do, yeah. which, and just like you said, 
And just like you, like I suck at anything in moderation. It's all the way or no way. Oh, oh, that's me. That's me. And, you know, with me, it was like, well, if one pill works, I bet you five is going to be awesome. Yeah. Which led, you know, so on and so forth. And it, which was the same thing. It was just because nobody judged. There was no judgment. Like, well, you know, can you imagine? Like, yeah. What you know, he's that, gone through. Right. And so there was no judgment. There was no questions. No, hey, Jake, maybe you should tone it down some. Maybe, none of that. Because how dare they impede on my process, mm-hmm. right? And I remember when I stopped drinking, and it was because uh, I wouldn't say I was sober for about a year. Because I think there's a big difference between not drinking and living a sober life. And I had so many people walk up to me and go, you know, Jake, I was going to say something to you about it. I said, yeah, but you didn't. And that's okay. Didn't have the courage. <laughs> but, and I said, and that's on me, not you. That's Okay. You know, but it's it's something that, you know, we all grieve differently. We all go through things exactly. differently. And I think it's really important for people to hear what you and Coach and your family have gone through to understand it doesn't always have to look like you see on TV. It, all, it doesn't always have to look like a Hollywood film. It's not always going to be pretty. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> right. It's okay to not be okay, and it's that's okay right. to fill it because we are all human. And that's not over, you know. Uh, a lot of times I think, oh, I got this thing licked, you know, and something, will, a, a smell or, a, you know, a thought or something, and I lose it, you know. And we will never get over Chad's loss, never. But we are learning to live without him. And um, uh, it's, it's healing, Uh to, to talk about it. And a mother's greatest fear is that uh, her son would be forgotten. You know, Jerry used to tell us, and mom, there's two deaths. The first one is physical. The second one is when people forget you ever existed. And that's what I don't want to happen to my Chad. I want, I want him remembered for us and his little girl as well. He talked about community. And one of the things that, that Chris and Chad really bonded on was, was community. But since this whole thing's happened in your life, your community's grown as well now. Talk to me about that day, the days after the law enforcement, the military veterans that you came in contact with, those connections that you've made. Well, and of course, that picked up, you know, like a couple of months or so after the death. You know, when people felt safe. Um, you know, approaching us. I remember one day, uh, Don and I, thank God, one of us was usually up and could help the other one. And one day we were both down, and I kid you not, I was suicidal. I didn't want to live. I wanted my Chad. I wanted to be with him. And I just cried out. I said, God, what do you want me to do? And there came a knock on the door, and it was the chaplain of the DeSoto Police Department. And he said, I just thought I'd come by and check on you guys and see if maybe I could pray with you. <laughs> I said, buddy, do I have a job for you? <laughs> so anyway, but like I said, God sends people when you really need them, and we needed him that day. Everything kind of developed on step after step, um, uh, meeting people and doing fundraisers and things like that. We don't know too many firefighters but I have been presented with their their challenge coins, many police officers, and, of course, um, our vets. Uh, like I said, that community has just um, grown and grown. So 
Three questions we ask all of our guests. Rapid fire. It's not really rapid fire, but we called it that. So what do you do to relax and recharge? Dr. Charles Stanley is a pastor out of Atlanta, Georgia, and he has a podcast thing that comes on the computer every day at two o'clock. And that's my time to sit there and, you know, listen, do whatever I want to. And that's my time. I tell Donna, this is free time. If you want to do puzzles or whatever, you know, Don has to have his nap every day because, you know, when you're a mother, the only time you get anything done is when your kids are asleep. Well, when Don goes to sleep, then that's when, when I get my stuff done. Yeah. That's your recharge, relax time. And, no, and that, you know what? Naps are important. There's studies that show they shouldn't stop in kindergarten, that we should continue those throughout life. Just for everyone listening, those are naps are very important for brain health. So another question we like to ask, is there a particular person or entity that has had a significant impact on you or your story? Well, I I guess I would have to say my dad. My dad was a mortician, so I had a really chunky childhood. (laughs) (laughs) We lived at the funeral forever. But he was had a servant's heart. He was always serving people. And back in those days, the funeral homes did all the ambulance service. So he was forever going out. And um, I'm from Harlingen, Texas, and years ago they had an Air Force base down there. Well, there were quite a few crashes, you know, that he had to go out and deal with and, and take care of families and comfort families. He always had a servant's heart. He even, in his last days, uh, had gone to school and learned how to take the eyes out and pack them, get them on a plane for a transplant. So I would have to say Dad is the one that that gave us the the service. He had to be the one that um, put a servant's heart in, in me, and um, I guess that's where Chad got it, you know. It's, it's awesome because, you know, greatness can be generational too, not just trauma. And I, I love hearing that. That's beautiful. Last question. And it's broad, (laughs) but it can be specific too. What feeds your soul? I think healing. When we reach out, especially vets, because that's where we have our most contact, somebody that's been helped, somebody that that just needs a hug, that needs some love— um, and and we can do it. Um, I mean, I've I've met people at the cemetery that want to come out, and you know, we just sit around Chad's gravesite, and you know, they just wanted to be near Chad, you know. And I think that is the most productive thing. You know, we feel like uh, we've accomplished something. And the other thing is, next year, Coach, and I'll be married 50 years, and (laughs) what an accomplishment that is. (laughs) 50 years. (laughs) I told him that could be a long year. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Congratulations. That's amazing. Well, we celebrate Chad's life today and every day, and thank you for having the strength and the courage to come and share your story and and his story. We're thrilled to be able to tell it, to be able to share it, so that we can continue to speak Chad Littlefield's name. Thank you, Mama Littlefield and Coach, for your strength and your inspiration, your leadership, 
your grace, your wisdom. So truly grateful, truly humbled by you both and and your vulnerability and your willingness to find victory in that and healing is awe-inspiring. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for those words. How could you not be truly inspired after hearing that story? I mean, it, it truly is a mother's journey that she's been on. Yeah, it's something that most people, if not all people who are parents, it's the worst thing you could ever go through. And yet she lives her life with love and grace and alongside coach who does the same thing, kind of commands you be better. Absolutely. Married 50 years next year. And, you know, let's be better, not bitter. Yeah, there should be an award for that. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful love story to include their love of their child. And even through this tragedy, man, it's just made them stronger. Us knowing them personally, they've mentioned how, yeah, there's times it got really hard, really tough between the two of us. And it's just like we know, know, we can't be weak at the same time. Right. We have to be able to lean on each other and have the vulnerability and the humility to let the other one be strong when one of us is weak. And and that's what they did. And they made it through. Through one of the most horrific tragedies. Probably the hardest thing any parent could ever deal with. It's got to be. Right. Right. Y'all be sure to check out her book, The Other Man Down, A Mother's Journey After the American Sniper Tragedy. It's the perspective that you'll need, especially if you're a mom or a dad and you really want your kid to know and to feel how much you love them. Read this book because I promise you when you put it down, I promise you you'll hug them a little tighter that night. Yeah. And your soul will feel full. Yeah, for sure. We are so glad that you joined us here today for this episode of The Good Stuff. If you have anyone in your life that you think could use a little inspiration, be sure to pass this episode along to them. It's important to let them hear it and to understand that they're they're worthy of living well. Because the whole point of this life is to lean in, love hard, and live well. And you can't fully do the last one without fully doing the first two. And be sure to connect with Jake and I. We'd love to hear from you or if you have a story that you think we should tell on The Good Stuff. Be sure to send that over to us. Connect with us on social media, and uh, and we look forward to hearing from you. The Good Stuff is executive produced by Ashley Schick, Jacob Schick, Leah Pictures, and Q-Code Media. Hosted by Ashley Schick and Jacob Schick. Produced by Nick Casolini and Ryan Countshouse. Post-production supervisor, Will Tindy. Music editing by Will Haywood-Smith. Edited by Mike Robinson. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.